very well, welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. This one is entitled Captain's Lock because we get a just incredibly privileged view right into the Red Roses camp through the eyes of Lady on the Cusp of winning her 137th cap uh, and will lead England uh, against France in a critical pool game against France. It's one of our co-hosts. It's Sarah Hunter, MBE. How are you, Hunter? I'm very well, thank you. I was going to say good morning, but it's actually good evening with you, isn't it? So, but yeah. Um, I've already had, a, already had one mug of Horlicks. Um, and I'm just about to have another one. It's well past my bedtime here. But um, <laughs> what an absolute treat to to speak to you. Um, we've just been on a press conference. Uh, it's only sort of right. We're recording this uh, Wednesday night here in the UK, um, announcing your team, what have you. We get a little sort of privileged sort of insight and having a, a chat with you uh, or what have you. But I want to talk a bit of rugby. I want to talk a bit, a bit about the camp and what have you. The first thing I want to speak about... Um, I mean, you. I'm not sure I know many other people on the planet who smile as much as you do, um, and it's a lovely smile too. But the beam, as you came out of that tunnel at Eden Park, was something else, even for you, Sarah Hunter. Just take us through those emotions. I think um, for me, you've just got to enjoy it, and I know, like. People often get told put their game face on or whatever, but like, how could you not enjoy? Like, we're playing Fiji in the opening game of the World Cup. Like, having never played Fiji, it was my fourth World Cup. Like, it's been a tough few years, but for me personally, we're in an amazing stadium. The, the atmosphere was great. I'm like, how how can you not enjoy this moment? For me, you've got you've got to cherish them. They're not going to last forever. And I was just like wow, like, here we are, this is it, this is our World Cup that we're about to, like, get underway. And, yeah, it was just just one of those memories you'll you'll look back on and, yeah, I just couldn't help but smile. No, 100%. Um, how much are you smiling on the 30-minute mark? I think, I think the smile left within about two minutes, honestly. <laughs> it... I'm not even joking. It's probably one of the toughest 40 minutes I've played in a, a very long time. Like, from kickoff, when they broke the line, I was like, oh, here we go, we're in a game. And it just didn't relent. Like, Fiji were, like, brilliant. Like, they just kept coming, they kept playing. This high-tempo game that, like, we like to pride ourselves on, like... Like they were just relentless, like quick taps, quick throw-ins. You know, it was just like just never, never eased up till the half-time whistle came, and I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so unfit." But actually, the ball and play time was so much higher than um, like some of the games we we've been used to recently. Even the 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 New Zealand games last autumn, that that sort of game time play was was up from from those kind of games as well, was it? Yeah, I think so, and also like just the manner in which, like the way they were. So like like I said, Fiji, like there wouldn't be a kick for the line to walk to to get a bit of a breath back. Like it was like right, we're we're throwing it back in, or 
we're quick tapping and we're going. So there was no like respite. It was just constant. And uh, yeah, I think I think half time came at a, a very good time for us. That's for sure. A couple of things I want to pick pick up on that. that you you'll know. I don't need to say to you, but the biggest scheme of things. Uh, and you will have done a, a bit of analysis, no doubt, on, on France's opening game. Uh, I was lucky enough to, to, to call that one. Um, South Africa coming to the table, Fiji coming to the table, 2025. In the bigger scheme of things, it, it's brilliant, isn't it? Let, let, let's not get your, your, your thoughts on that because I, don't, I know you, you fully agree. That may happen in, in, in other games. And, and you as captain... Against Fiji, you're probably going to think, well, look, we've got an unbelievable bench. And against most sides, and, and our fitness is, you know, we pride ourselves on it and probably the best you know, fittest side at, at the World Cup. But you're thinking as captain, I've got to just rein it in here a little bit. And, and how did you do that? And we think, well, I will, may not be quite so prevalent now, but in other games, it, it may really be a, a, a real focus that I, I've got to do and then translate that to the team. What were you saying? I think it's just like we've got a great leadership team. Yes, like I'm the captain of the side, but we have a great game day leadership team that you can call upon, like depending on what areas like um, you think are, are the ones that are where the pressure's on us. So we have ways that we check in and we're like, well, where's the pressure? Right, well, actually, so what are the key actions from it? So again, like, I don't know, like journalists, commentators, like people probably like get tired of hearing it, but we have a process and it makes things a lot easier to find out how we need to get back on track. And I think as a captain, I know like Zoe Harrison, like in that game was looking after attack. Skaz is the leader of defence. Abby um, Ward set piece, Um, you know, so like just key people to go right, well, defence, we're like, what is it? Why are we having pressure on that? Right, well, you tie in with, with scars. What are the key messages we're going to give at that that point? Like, so we always try and keep it actionable. So, like, what can players go? This is exactly what I need to do now. So, like, this, we try and cut out the white noise, cut out the waffle, which for me is sometimes pretty difficult because I love to chat. Um, and just keep it really, really succinct. Um, so that's like in game and at half time, there's a moment to reflect and go, right, well, this is our game plan. What's working, what's not, right? What do we need to fix? So um, it, it just make it easier as a captain to be able to work through like pressure, craziness that's going on in a game. Yeah, I mean, as you say, there's just some fantastic leaders around the place. Um but you you were you were drawn in to to by by Fiji and the, and the way that they were playing in a, in a way that I've not seen England in in a while. There was disconnect in in defence, even like numbering and stuff, um, which was very unlike England. Um, how much of the worry is that? I don't think it's so much of a worry. You've got to put a lot of. It was first game of World Cup. Like for some people, it was their first World Cup. Like it was a big occasion. Like people were nervous, maybe a bit unsettled. Maybe Fiji rattled us. But I think the good thing is that that's done now. Um, people have experienced it. People like we've had opposition almost like do that to us. So like we've spent a lot of time working through some of those things and what we need to do and how we need to overcome them. So I think that's a great thing. You 
you have that learning within you that hopefully like going into this game and games further on like we've hopefully problem solved some of that we we now just need to be able to make sure we can do that during a game rather than like having to wait till till afterwards but but yeah um I don't think it's as, I don't think it's too much of a concern so I mean, we're kind of reliving Monday morning's review here, aren't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm being getting all packs when we're going to have a nice, fluffy conversation about how you're doing, whatever. But uh, um, yeah, we do this podcast. It's slightly selfish. Um, such a super fan uh, as as I am. Um, the only question is, um, and this is probably the toughest question that I should Training at um, HQ. Um, which was was not one of your finest training sessions and distractions and da 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 and you get an opening World Cup game and da da distraction and you say that you've done it whatever but it's the first World Cup game da da but that may be the first World Cup final as well for for players should you should you get there so I know you everything everything covered but how are you covering is that that come up in a conversation and I promise I'm going to go go lighter after <laughs> to be honest like. We're not even thinking about that. We're not even talking about it because, like, it's not relevant at this point in time. And I think, actually, some of the games we've played in over the last few years, some of the big games, you know, we've played against France and Six Nations deciders and things like that, like, will have will have prepared players for, for big moments. And hopefully, like you say, people, people would have settled, settled in. And, um, and I think, like, we hadn't played Fiji, so I think there's a lot to be taken in about. But we we haven't like all the focus is has been France. We haven't even gone further than beyond that. I'm like, oh well, what what would this mean if that happens? Like, we're we're very like a team that like stays on task and doesn't want to think further than think what's ahead. And for us, that's France, and hopefully we'll take some of the learnings from Fiji around that sort of thing into the to the game to make sure that. That that doesn't doesn't happen again. Emily is purring at that answer. Emily <laughs> Speaking of France, then um, the lovely Sarah Orchard in um, the press conference we just on um, asked a brilliant question. Ask uh, Sarah Milton who we'd have in the um, French squad. Straight to Roman manager number eight. I know. With you sat next to you. I can't I believe it. I hope you gave a little dig under the table. He did say though she'd make a good squad player, didn't she? No, I mean she's a she's a fantastic player. She had a fantastic game against South Africa, didn't she? Like um and she had a frustrating World Cup last time uh, around. Um so yeah, hopefully hope like you what you want the best players to be playing, don't you? So hopefully she'll have has a clean bill of health through through this World Cup. When they were good, they were really, really good. Um, and San was pulling them through um, large parts of the game. What 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 is the key key message? How important is that that opening ten minutes? You you won ten in a row. Can you kill them off in that first quarter? I think um, it, obviously any start to a game is pretty important, isn't it? But I think what we've come to to realise over the games against France is that. It's not going to be won and lost in that first 20, 20 minutes. You know, they're they're generally eighty minute affairs, aren't they? So um, we've got to be prepared to 
to be in a battle, to be in a close game, um, and to to go right to to the end and and stick in it. So so um, I think I think they won't allow anything to be won or lost in the the first twenty minutes for for either team. And I think both teams have now that probably in their their psyche is that actually the, these are close run affairs that are normally won or lost towards the end of the game. Yeah, well, I, I may want to put the mockers on it. I mean, I know, I know it's been tight, but I just, I think psychologically it's too too, too big a hurdle. So England win for me um, with another bonus point. 84-19. Yeah, let's say, got slightly Paxman like. Um, it's a fabulous record breaking um, victory to start. Enough of the Ruggers. Um, you've been playing a bit of cricket. Yeah. Uh, and I understand it's squad against management. How annoyed has Simon Middleton been about yeah. the coaches losing to the players? Because he, he's a big cricket fan, like not a fat and player, like he loves a bit of cricket. So I think the fact that um, the staff lost, he's like gutted about. Um, yeah, because he always like whenever we play, he's always he's always there involved, and he'll always have a bat and he'll always have a bowl, and yeah. I don't think he liked the fact that he said we had some impartial umpiring, but I think Rosie Gallagher was a very like fair umpire, in my opinion. Um, and it was just poor fielding by by them in the end. So that, I think that I think name names. Who was it? Who who dropped catches? Oh. Who missed fielding? Do you know what? It was Deacon, I mean, wasn't it? Yeah, no, actually, he he did better than we thought. We were like, oh, he's out in the. Out in the field, uh, he won't be very good. Someone hit a shot straight to him, and he caught them clean out. So, um, so but no, um, I think uh, they, I reckon there'll be some sneaky staff practicing. Mids will probably have them like preparing, ready for the next encounter. But um, I think on our way back down to Auckland, where the plan is another beach stop, so I think there'll be a rematch there, and I think it'll the tension and seriousness might go up a notch. I love this. It, red hot favourites for World Cup win, and, and there's there's extra practice going on your, your beach cricket skills. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. fantastic, but, but yeah, that's the balance you need, right? Um, and yeah, it, it's fan, fantastic to do. What else have you been up to then? Waterfalls, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we um, we uh, had root recovery yesterday. So instead of an ice bath. Um, we went into the the waterfall, which was freezing, um, but very refreshing. So it was nice to do something a bit different, see the local scenery. Um, I think with um, Kate uh, Tyler, our physio, she was meant to l- run the London Marathon um, the other week, but obviously she was here, so she's actually doing it today. Um, and we've got like a, a little cheer squad out for her, like planning that the staff are running some legs with her, like 10K legs with her and on a bike. And then we'll be out as she runs past the hotel on each lap to, to cheer. I think there's there's some posters being made. So, yeah, we're all like we're all trying just to do some stuff together. So like there's been jigsaw puzzles, there's been race nights, but then equally important, like people have a bit of time away on their own so like this like this afternoon will be a bit of off time that people can do what they want so yeah it's um like you say it's really important to get that balance of team stuff and also allowing people to have a bit of their own time as well and then friends and family are around so people are off seeing them as well and stuff so mum and dad will be delighted when you retire they have to follow you around the world 130 plus times 
They're loving it, honestly. Have, have the parents got a little WhatsApp group going and, and what have you? Are they sort of meeting up and what have you? Because I suspect there's, there's some really, really firm friends there over the years. Yeah, there is. There's a friends and family WhatsApp group that I was on for um, a split second to try and organise something for the girls after in COVID year when I wasn't playing. And, oh, my God, I did I. I woke up several times to hundreds of messages with them all, like, chatting away and... Um, before the and left it pretty soon after that I was like I don't need to be in this but yeah before the France game they all met up before um the France like game and uh, went for lunch and apparently my mum was saying uh, just yesterday that people are like oh I'm out here and I'm coming out like in a couple of weeks or on this day and I'm going off to do this or just some more fancy meeting up so yeah I think they're They've got a, a great little group of, of them. Um, I say little, it's a big group, to be fair, um, that uh, uh, are all following us and have been. And, yeah, there's so many people out here coming out. And it was actually nice to when on Saturday when we played and you kind of look around to try and spot them and then you see, like, a St George's flag because my mum will always have a St George's flag. And one of her big, big dilemmas was she does she wash it or does she not wash it because she didn't want to ruin it and she's had it since 2014 so she was like I was like oh, oh wow. wrong. <laughs> so like so I know if a St George's flag like try and spot that and I'll spot my mum but um and my dad and they they were all sat together so obviously in the stadium where there's not many English fans and there's a lot of Fijian fans and a lot of New Zealand fans it was all nice to see them all in one area um and sharing that that sort of game together as well brilliant yeah a proud a bunch of hard to find on the, on the planet right now um you are known as one of the jumpiest characters in the squad <laughs> um what little games are we playing have you been there's a robotic spider is that right doing the rounds have you been got by that yet no but i did spot it on the stairs yesterday and i had to double like check it because i saw it from the top and i was like oh and i was like oh got a bit close that looks a bit, little bit suspicious but yeah so i haven't been got by that yet although we were we were walking along um the road yesterday on the way back we went out for dinner and my um, car went past and screeched at us i grabbed onto laura keats and Skaz like almost pushed amy cocaine out the way because it frightened both of us <laughs> to so, the fear Fearless warriors um, that women's rugby's ever seen, and their um, a, a car screeches past. And they, they, in 2014, there was like stealing t- teddies. Do I remember? Yeah. That what's the What's the young ongoing game at the moment? Is Is there one out there in in Fangare? No, there's no sneaky weasels um, this time round. Um, so no, nothing. Nothing that's quite. Um, started yet? It's just like normal, normal board game, normal nice games. There's not been anything that people have to be on edge or be wary or suspicious of. Obviously, other than this spider that's lurking around. Um, but I'm sure there's plenty of time for for that to change. I, I was going to say that there's plenty of time for that to to, to ramp up, and I, I won't yeah. suggest it to, to anyone in the slightest. Um, 137 caps. Not even going to talk about it um, because um, we're going to win another one. Um, and yeah, 
Possibly it's just slipped ever so slightly that um, you might not win that till the quarterfinals rather than <laughs> um, but um, anyway um, yeah there, there's no need to discuss I just yeah con- huge congratulations we said that number eight against uh, against France um, you've had a really busy morning with loads of media people um, there's been a real yin yang of a of a chat but um, absolutely lovely to to speak to you Santa and um, thank you so much for your time really really appreciate it. Oh, no, it's always great to come on and have a chat, as always, Johnny, isn't it? So, yeah, sorry it's taken a little while, but it's been a bit busy over here. Yeah, well, you're a lady in demand, and, and rightly so. All the very, very best against uh, France, and hopefully we'll catch up with you again next week. Thank you.